Sometimes when I read a passage out of the Bible, the words of the text will spark a connection with a single word. Now that word might not appear at all in the text that I'm reading, but it becomes a way of understanding the theme of that text. As I read through Psalm 63, verses one through eight in preparation for our service, the word that came to mind is the word endurance. So we're reading from the book of Psalms, Psalm 63, verses one through eight. A Psalm of David when he was in the wilderness of Judah. O God, you are my God, I seek you. My soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory, because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands and call on your name. My soul is satisfied as with a rich feast. And my mouth praises you with joyful lips when I think of you on my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my help. And in the shadows of your wings, I sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. In the name of God, the Creator, the Christ, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. On August the 1st, 1914, Sir Ernest Shackleton and a crew of 27 men left London, England on a ship called Endurance. Their goal was to establish a base camp where the Weddell Sea meets the coastline of Antarctica. From there, a group was to set out to accomplish the first crossing of the continent. But their plans were thwarted when the ship became trapped in ice. Over a period of months, the vessel that had transported Shackleton and his crew over 8,000 miles was caught between two great plates of ice moving against one another, and eventually the ship sank into the sea. An expedition that had begun with such great ambitions now had to be transformed into a rescue mission. The likelihood of the crew's survival was a long shot. No one knew where they were. They were hundreds of miles from the nearest whaling station. But by dragging their three remaining lifeboats over pack ice for many days and then navigating dangerous seas, they found their way to an inhospitable outcropping of land called Elephant Island. This became a provisional shelter for most of the crew while Shackleton and five others set out for help. Using one of the lifeboats called the James Caird, this small group sailed over 800 miles to South Georgia Island, crossed a mountain range on foot, and presented themselves to the manager of the Norwegian whaling station located there. So bedraggled and haggard in appearance were these men that a man who witnessed that encounter had to turn away in tears. Shackleton was able to secure a ship that returned him to the crew of the Endurance. 128 days after he and his team had left Elephant Island in search of help. 
Not one person died during this epic journey. All returned safely to England. And the story of the Endurance and its crew remains one of the great adventure stories of all time. On March the 5th, 2022, just a couple of weeks ago, as people around the world watched the latest updates of the Russian invasion of Ukraine and the enormous humanitarian crisis that has developed from that aggression, the story of endurance resurfaced. A scientific expedition had sought to discover whether the ship could be found and perhaps photographed. The answer to both questions turned out to be yes. Shackleton's ship rests nearly 10,000 feet below the surface of the Weddell Sea in a state of remarkable preservation thanks to the frigid waters that surround it. For me, the most stirring image from those photographs is a picture of the ship's stern. There, clearly visible in the ocean depths, are letters on the hull spelling out a single word endurance. Without endurance, Shackleton could never have made it possible for his men to return home alive. Without endurance, the crew members would not have survived their time on Elephant Island, scanning the horizon each day for the sight of sails that would signal the arrival of their rescuers. Endurance was the name of a ship and the spirit of a crew in search of home. And this word may have special importance for us. For two years, people across the globe have had to find the inner strength necessary to manage life in a time of pandemic. By tapping that reservoir of sheer grit, we have found ourselves supporting and encouraging one another beyond what we might have thought possible in 2020. Some of the most remarkable practitioners of that stubborn perseverance have been medical caregivers, teachers, frontline workers, scientific researchers, parents whose labors have helped to bring us to the threshold of a much healthier time. But now new challenges arise. The Russian invasion of Ukraine has created a massive displacement of people from their homes and aspirations. Those affected by military onslaught are having to access a spirit of endurance just to manage day-to-day -day survival or to leave their homelands entirely in order to seek safety elsewhere and start life all over again. The fate of Ukraine is uncertain, but this much is true. All those affected by this conflict will have to access the deep and nourishing strength that we associate with that single word, endurance. I think of endurance as a spiritual energy, a gift of God, not necessarily something that we manufacture by sheer willpower, but something that seems woven into our lives from birth. Something that makes it possible for us to face threatening circumstances one step at a time, one breath at a time. It can give us the capacity to outlast those forces. And it is fed by life together in community. In the words of a proverb, if you want to walk fast, walk alone. But if you want to walk far, walk together. In the past several months, I've seen an extraordinary example of 
endurance. Through the courage of 32 Afghan evacuees who have been resettled in Greenwich and Stanford. It took endurance for these people to escape from their homeland, and some of their escape stories are harrowing. It took endurance for them to await the next step for their future while they were housed for months on American military bases. It took endurance for them to find inner resilience as they now seek jobs, get driver's licenses, earn a new language, adjust to a completely unfamiliar culture, start all over again. There must be days when they are terribly discouraged and wonder, as one of our Afghans friends said to me, if I will ever feel at home again. But I believe that these extraordinary people will find an experience of home again. That is true in part because they can trust the accompaniment of an extraordinary group of volunteers who comprise the Rising Hope Resettlement Group, a collaboration of the First Presbyterian Church, the Greenwich International Ladies Group, the North Greenwich Congregational Church, and Round Hill Community Church. The first time that all of us have ever been synced together in a collaborative effort. Working closely with Jewish Family Services, a Greenwich-based organization that has taken the lead in this resettlement effort, these volunteers are helping in every possible way to support the thriving of our Afghan friends. Because when we endure, it is because we do so in community, helping one another to realize dreams and objectives that may seem beyond our grasp, but fall within our reach as we learn how to travel together. Love endures. Those are the words that were written by St. Paul in his letter to a Christian congregation in the Greek city of Corinth 2,000 years ago. And his words endure. He was describing a kind of love that persistently and stubbornly reaches out to welcome those who are in need of home and shelter. A kind of love that will persistently comfort and care for the disinherited and will stand against those things that contradict God's love. If love will endure, rather than those forces that diminish life, that's because we will give ourselves to its life-giving power over and over and over again, that we will find a way to say yes to the spirit of endurance that is woven into our bodies, our minds, our spirits. God loves us and God needs us. God is with us and God is for us. That's my simple creed. And from it, I take heart that God has woven into our lives the tender toughness we need in order to love the world as God loves the world. Love endures. Love endures. Let's show the world why that ancient affirmation is still true.